What's up guys, it's Coach D. I'm here to talk with you guys about the triangular bond as promised. As always, the question I hear the most is always in regards to recruitment. I hear a lot about training and nutrition and things like that, but recruitment is always the one thing that tangles everybody up. Everybody thinks it's gonna be a process that will be short-ended or everybody gets confused somewhere along the process. They get confused about what they're hearing, what they're seeing, who should be doing what. So I'm here to clear all that up for you, make it really simple for you. This will be really short and be easy for you to follow. Just get a pen, piece of paper, and take notes. I need the parent, I need the athlete, and I need the coach to all listen. All right, so the triangular bond. Who's responsible for doing what in the recruitment process? Now, let's start with an athlete. Right? So the athlete is responsible for what? Usually an athlete that's being recruited is somewhere along the lines of 14 to 18 years old. So recruitment usually starts around that 14 years of age, which is the ninth grade year for a lot of athletes. So what are you responsible for as a 14-year-old teenager going through the recruitment process? Simply, you're responsible for making sure your grades are right, making sure your ACT score is high, and making sure you're doing what you have to do on and off the playing field or court of your sport. Meaning you need to be a leader, you need to be engaged with your sport, but you also need to be doing what you need to do outside of that as far as your disciplinary actions and all those things. Making sure that what you're doing at home, your curfews being followed, your responsibilities at home are being followed, that your parents can be proud of who you are, that your coaches at school can be proud of who you are, and your teachers at school can write recommendations about the character that you have. That's what you're responsible for as an athlete. You're not responsible to go out here and email coaches. You're not responsible to go out here and try to get a coach to come to your game. That's not your responsibility. You're supposed to play your game, develop your game, do what you're supposed to do at home, and keep your grades high. Okay, now let's move on to the parents. Probably the most important of all three roles is going to be your parents' role. So, again, parents, you're not really responsible to be going out here trying to email coaches, trying to call coaches, trying to say why your kid should be recruited, things like that. I mean, it's good to try, but that's not really your responsibility. You don't have the the know-how, you don't know the recruitment process, so a lot of college coaches do not want their emails filled with highlights and uh, cell phone footage of this game and that game and sending transcripts here, transcripts there, filling out questionnaires here. They really don't have time to be seeking through all these different things. So parents, your primary responsibility is to make sure that your kids are following some type of structured plan when it comes to being at home, when it comes to their day-to-day school, when it comes to how they do their homework, when it comes to keeping their grades up, all these things. They have to know on a consistent basis that this is their plan and this is what they have to stick to. So discipline is good. You know, everybody preaches discipline, especially when it comes to young men. But more than discipline, we need structure, consistency, and we need a mentor. So someone has to be in front of the person, kid, all right, not just the person, but the kid at all times. And if it's not going to be the parent, if it's not going to be someone who you know is a great mentor, then I promise you more than anything, I can I can bet my entire salary on this, that it's going to be the kid at school or outside of school that you would least likely 
want your child to be around. That's going to be the kid that they find the most comforting because that kid is going to grab onto them. They're going to make them feel cool. They're going to take them places they've never been. They're going to have them doing things they've never been able to do before. And that's going to be the kid that has the most, um, what word am I trying to say? The most influence over your kid's mind. That's the perfect word, influence. So if you're not going to be the mentor, if you think that you don't have the time to really uh, be around, you don't have the time to keep up with what your kids have going on, you think because they're teenagers, you have to give them a certain amount of freedom, understand something, that freedom and influence sometimes run hand to hand. Because if you give too much freedom, then they're going to fall very, very quickly to that influence to the wrong person. So you, you want to make sure, yeah, you got the freedom to go and to, you know, to grow up and to become independent. But you want to make sure you know who they're with. You, you know that they're telling you the truth. You know they have some sense of um, structure. You have some sense of consistency in their life. So that when they're coming home, they know this is what time I'm supposed to be home. This is what I need to have done. These are the chores I have. These are the grades I need to keep. This is how I'm supposed to act. These are people I'm supposed to hang around. This is what I'm trying to do. We have a plan together. You know, me and my parents both have a plan. We know that recruitment is where we're trying to go. So I know I need to practice this much. I need to do this much. If I'm not at practice at school, I need to be doing this when I get out of school. Like, you have to have a plan that your kids know and that your kids can follow. All right? And you have to hold them accountable for following that plan. You can't feel like you're smothering them. You can't feel like you're, you're not allowing them to grow up. Because understand, they're still kids until they're not. So they may be 16, and you may say, well, you know, they're growing up, and I don't want to make them think that I don't trust them. You don't. Okay? You do not. Because understand that they're going to go out here and fall to the influence of the wrong person. Because that's what kids do. While they're trying to figure out who they are, they're going to go and be, be around the people that make them feel the most comfortable. Okay? Understand that word. They're going to be around the people that make them feel the most comfortable. So if you don't allow them to understand and to feel the accountability for what you have planned for them and what they have planned for themselves, they're going to go into that influence. So as a parent, your job is to stay on them, stay active with them. All right. Have some consistency for them. And if you know that you need a mentor, seek one. If it's not the coach at school, if it's not the AAU coach, someone that you trust, that you know is doing right, someone that you know can be a great influence over your child's life because you need someone to stay in their ear and stay in their faces. Because if it's not you and if it's not a great influence on them, it's going to be someone else. It's going to be one of these kids who are learning from the TV or learning from their brothers and learning from their older friends, just like your kid's going to start doing. So you want to make sure you have that influence over your own kid's life. Okay, that is your job. That is your responsibility. Now, coaches, we're going to get on you in just a second. All right, coaches. Now, a lot of you aren't going to really like what I'm about to say, but understand something. I know that you have lots of kids you have to be concerned about on any given time. I know most of you are working as teachers and then you're going to coach. Some of you work other jobs and then you go coach after that. I know, I understand all these things, but please hear me when I say this. 
if coaching is what you're passionate about and coaching is what you love to do, please be doing it for the right reason. And if there is no other reason than to develop these young minds, develop these young kids and their skills and to get them to college. If that is not your reason for doing it, then you are the problem in this equation. You're going to be the reason why your kids don't get recruited because a lot of times the parents do their part, the kids do their part, and they rely on their coach to do their part, and the coach does not. Because one, usually the coach doesn't know anything about recruitment. All right, you have coaches who didn't, you know, come up watching the sport that they're they're coaching, or they didn't play the sport that they're coaching, or they don't know much about the sport that they're coaching. They're just a teacher who happens to be the coach of that sport. So they don't go out here and they don't even try to attempt to help with the recruitment process. They don't reach out to coaches. Because I understand college coaches will hear from a high school coach or AAU coach before they hear from anyone else. That's who they're looking for to contact them because they have the firsthand knowledge of what this kid does well and what they need to improve on. But the problem lies that these coaches don't know what these kids need to improve on and they don't really know what they do well because they're not paying attention to those things. They're just trying to win ball games, collect a paycheck. That's happening way too much. But understand the coach's responsibility is to be the skill developer while you're in their possession. You're supposed to be the person that is trying to help them with the best way you can help them get recruited. I mean, if you need to set up you know, some kind of Excel spreadsheet to understand, you know, and, and, and write down what your, your your players' goals are, what their plans are, what they want to do. This can't happen their senior year, all right? You can't wait. If a, if a kid is graduating in 2020, you can't wait till January 3rd of 2020 to say, oh, well, let me sit down with, with um, Darnell and see what he wants to do. That is, is way too late. I mean, it can still happen. I've made things like that happen way too many times, but understand sophomore year, 15 year old kid, that's when you need to be sitting down in your office, getting a understanding of what this kid wants to do. Because at 15, going into their sophomore year, they understand they either love the sport or they're just playing the sport just to play. They understand that already. You're still going to have a couple of kids that want to play more than one sport. You're not going to have every kid say, well, I have made up in my mind concretely that I only want to do this sport. That may not always happen, but you usually have a kid that knows, well, you know what? I want to play college ball in this sport or I you know I don't I know I don't want to do this sport, but I don't know which sport I really want to do out of these two. You know, you, you're going to have those kids who are indecisive, but your job is to know where your kids are at that time. All right? You have to start developing a plan for yourself and with each individual player on your roster all right now mind you honesty has to come first because if you have kids that want to go to college want to do all these things but you know they don't have the skill set they're not doing what they're supposed to do as far as practicing to try to get these skill sets up they're not you know doing anything extra their grades aren't that good whatever the case may be that's gonna whatever's gonna prevent them from being recruited you have to be honest with them and their parents up front you can't just sit back until they don't get recruited and say well you know, you didn't have the grades. Or, well, you know, you just you never really worked on that left hand. You have to set these things in motion, all right? Sit down with the parent and the kid and talk about where they want to go and what they need to improve on to make these things happen. If they need to keep their grades up, tell them to keep their grades up. 
come up with a plan to make sure you're doing grade checks. You know, you have assistant coaches on your team. You have all these people in place that you could use to help these kids get further than where they are a lot quicker. All right. So that's the coach's responsibility. Your job is to be the parent at school, regardless if you don't want that responsibility or not. That's who you are. You have to be in these kids' faces the same way the parents do at home. You have to be in their faces at school. You know, you're their mentor at school. So they're who you're who they're relying on to get them recruited. And if you can't get them recruited, they have no reason to be in your program. All right. Now, if they're doing what they're supposed to do, the parents are doing what they're supposed to do. Coaches, I need you to finish that triangle up. Okay. I need you to just be available and I need you to be educated on the recruitment process, educated on what it takes to be recruited, educated on what it takes to to scout a player. What are co- what are coaches looking for? What is this player missing? What do they need to work on? You know, not just in in regards to your team, not in regards to why we lost this game or why we won this game or nothing like that. You have to go a lot deeper into the conversation with each individual player to understand what they need to work on to make it to their best selves. If they want to go to college, your job is to try to figure out how to get them there. Maybe they don't go play basketball or football in college. Maybe they get there on academics. Maybe they don't have that skill set to go. But you know what? It's your job to make sure they know what they have going and what they need to be working on. All right. So parents, athletes, coaches, you all have to work together. You have to be very transparent in what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. Communication is key. All right. Uh, we need mentorship over discipline. We still need discipline. I don't think I'm saying we don't need discipline, but understand we need mentorship over discipline, especially for our young black men growing up. These teenagers, they need a lot more mentorship than they do. you yelling at them and fussing at them and hitting on them. They need more mentorship because you can fuss and fight and all this kind of stuff all day long. If you let them go out that house and you ain't worried about where they're going, they're not going to be worried about telling you where they're going. And I promise you where they're going isn't going to be where you want them to be. So make sure you're communicating on all three cylinders. We can make this thing happen. Recruitment process is not easy, but it's very, 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 hear me when I say very possible, all right? Every kid with the skill set and the talent to play at the next level should have that opportunity to do so, but everybody in that kid's life has to step up and do their part, as well as teaching that young kid how to do their part as well. All right. If you have any questions, as always, you feel free to email me, coachdrecruitment at gmail.com. I will respond as soon as I can. I am getting all of your feedback and I'm getting all your requests for help as far as recruitment is concerned. And I'm trying to reach out as fast as I can. Uh, remember that all my class of 2020, I'm working on you right now. It's, 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 it's crunch time right now. Okay, So I'm working as hard as I can. I'm accepting 2021 and 2022 all the way to 2024 when it comes to female sports. So female sports all the way to 2024, male sports only to 2022, all right? So hit me up, let me know what you think.